You're listening to Unfiltered with Matthew Barnaby. And Barnaby is loving this. No filter. You have no filter. That's not obvious. That's true. That's you good say thing. whatever comes into your mind. Yeah. You don't really modulate your yeah. feelings at all. Yeah. It's a good thing for me, but it's a bad thing. Is for this me. Sandra Barnaby? It's Sandra Barnaby. Okay, you got to come downstairs. The, the bill is 9347. We take Interact. You can shove Interact up your butt because I'm not even at home. Now, here's Matthew Barnaby. Here we go. Unfiltered with Matthew Barnaby. I'm your host, Matthew Barnaby. Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Weather was finally good. Again, I start the podcast off talking about the weather, but uh, it was phenomenal up here. Got a little sunburned. Had a couple little cocktails outside on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Could not leave the sun. It was beautiful. Lots of sports. This is my favorite time of year. It really is. You got Stanley Cup. You got NBA. Not a huge, huge fan, but I love finals of, of anything. And it has been an amazing series. Obviously accentuated having a Canadian team in there for the first time in the Toronto Raptors. That series has been amazing. We'll get to that a little bit today. Uh, also, U.S. Open. U.S. Open coming up this week. Uh, Canadian Open was last week. Huge win by Rory McIlroy. Uh, golf is my favorite sport with football uh, to watch on TV. It, uh, love Tiger. Uh, we'll get into him in a little bit. But uh, U.S. Open at the famed Pebble Beach out in San Francisco. Beautiful, beautiful spot. I'd love to play it there one day. Only, only a little 600-spot American to get on the course. But uh, it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime things that you have to do. Also want to talk some betting today as we get through. I've been I've been chalking. I've been a little up, a little down, chasing a little too much when I shouldn't. Sometimes it's paid off. Uh, yesterday for me, it did not in game five uh, with Raptors Warriors. I will get into that later. So uh, I'll get into some Twitter questions later and I want to tell a story uh, about uh, Stanley Cup run with all the injuries that we've had I'll tell you a little story, and I have a little surprise for Mama B. We're gonna we're gonna play a little joke on her today. Uh, starting with the Stanley Cup, going to Game Seven. This is what you always want. This is what you dream of as a kid to be in a Game Seven. I never had that opportunity in the final to get there and, and win a Stanley Cup, but Game Sevens are are special. Uh, having played in a couple of them, uh, it's 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 do or die. Someone, especially tonight, is going home a Stanley Cup champion. And we have a team that's going home that sacrificed everything, played through injuries, battled through adversity, and will all be for nothing. I, I think this is the hardest uh, to lose because of how far you got and how close you got uh, to the pinnacle. So we will know who is the Stanley Cup champion after tonight. Uh, it's going to be a great game. It's been back and forth all series. Uh, a lot of ebbs, a lot of flows, uh, you know, very physical from the St. Louis part. Uh, the skill from Boston has been prevalent in, in a lot of the games. Special teams has been, I don't want to say, it, it's been a big difference, but we're tied 3-3. So there's a lot of things that have made the difference a- along the way. Ryan O'Reilly's been great uh, for St. Louis. Uh, Petrangelo on the back end. Pareko has been phenomenal. Uh, so you look at the power play for Boston, and if I go into Game 7, I'm giving them the edge too because of their power play. Uh, that That's the reason why they're, I'd say, even in the series, St. Louis has been the better team 
five on five. And we can't forget Tuka Rask. He, he could win the Conn Smythe Trophy. Even if they lose tonight. For me, it's Ryan O'Reilly if St. Louis wins. And if Boston wins and maybe even loses. Tuka Rask with the numbers that he has had in these playoffs. He's playing the best hockey I have ever seen. The most confident, uh, the most square, the, the athleticism that he's played with, the demeanor that he has played with, the bounce back, but he has given them a chance to be in every one of these games through six. So for me, Tuka Rask is the odds-on favorite uh, from Vegas when we look at it, but also the eye test and, and what he has done for this team. Zdeno Chara, I mean, we all knew he was tough. I've known he's been very tough for a long time because he's punched my, my face several, several times over the years obviously a stand-up guy but we see what it takes to win a Stanley Cup and what guys are willing to do to 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 win and I mean this is a broken jaw this this isn't a broken thumb this this is this is severe pain and I'm sure just getting nutrients and food into a system uh, is at a whole level so uh, we watch Boston. I, I, I think this, I don't want to say it means more to St. Louis. It's been 49 years since they've been there. It means it means the same to both teams. But I think for fan bases, this is just massive for St. Louis. Massive. They had 100,000 people outside of the arena for Game 6. 100,000. That's asinine. Absolutely asinine. Great to see I never knew what a hockey-crazed town St. Louis is. And maybe you need to have that success and, and to, to get it. Or maybe they've they've just been starved. I know it's a Cardinals town, but this has been a great run uh, for this franchise. For them, I hope they win. Uh, for my bets, I hope Boston wins. But in the end, it's been a great playoffs that will culminate with a winner uh, in a few days. Uh, Eye in the Sky, it's something we've talked about on my radio show all year long. You can listen to me 4 to 6 p.m. with my co-host Steve Coolius, uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sirius XM, Channel 91, NHL Network, or you can follow me on Twitter at MattBarnaby3636. Uh, again, this is Unfiltered with Matthew Barnaby. I'm your host, Matthew Barnaby. Uh, but yes, uh, Eye in the Sky. Very prevalent. Uh, we've had it over and over and over again. We can go back to Vegas, San Jose. The Eakin call was missed. A cross-check that was given a five-minute major. Should have been maybe, maybe a two-minute minor. Maybe. Change the momentum. Change the series. Change the dynamic. Vegas doesn't move on because of Now, should they have given up four power play goals on a five-minute major? Hell no. You have to be better than that. But with an eye in the sky, it would have been a two-minute minor. They would not have lost the game. So I don't blame the refs as much as I blame the system. There should be someone there to help them, and that is coming. We saw it with the hand pass. Hand pass with St. Louis and San Jose cost St. Louis the game. They rebounded. They found a way to come back in the series, win that. But it's over and over and over again. We see it in this series. St. Louis... I don't want to say they win because of it, but a trip from Tyler Bozak on Achari ends up scoring a few seconds later with David Perron getting it past Tukarask, and they win that game. They end up winning that game 2-1 to one on a missed call, something that could have been 
help from above. We know what's coming. When the competition committee meets, when the general managers meet, there will be expanded review for sure. Uh, and I, I'm all for it. I want to get the right call. I know a lot of people say human error. I get it. I get it. This will not slow down the game, and we will get the right calls. And that's what we want. I don't want to see another Dallas 99 versus Buffalo, Brett Hull's foot in the crease. That could have been avoided. All that controversy could have been avoided if we get the right call with eye in the sky. No, it's coming. It, it, it certainly is coming. Who, who loved the Cam Neely, though? Who loved the Cam Neely? If you go back and, and saw it on that play, he gave us a, his best sea bass. Gets up, just chucks the water bottle. Just chucks it. Gave us our uh, All I could see was sea bass in my mind from Dumb and Dumber. Kick his ass, Seabass. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. So if you don't remember uh, that scene, you shouldn't listen to this podcast. That, that, that movie's a beauty. That movie is a beauty. Uh, moving on to the Raptors and Warriors. I went out last night, a little banged up today, went out with some buddies and watched the game. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool because this is, I mean, Canada's hockey. Canada is hockey 100% and everything else is very minuscule. But with the Raptors doing what they're doing and getting to the NBA final for the first time ever, this country has galvanized together and really come together to cheer on um, one team. You know, there's only one team in Canada. So when they make it this far, it's like if the Leafs make it, you're not having all of Canada cheering for the Leafs because a lot of fucking Canada hates the Leafs and same for Montreal and same for Vancouver and Winnipeg. We, we can go through them all. That's just the way it is when you, when you have fan bases in different parts, when there's only one team, everyone's on board. People were singing, Oh Canada in the restaurant. I mean, the whole restaurant was chanting, Oh Canada, pretty fun to watch. I thought, I thought we were going to have our first title. And I, I've said it before. I'm not the biggest, biggest NBA guy. I'm a bandwagon guy. I went and bought the hat. I went and bought the t-shirt. Fuck, I should even get the headband now. I'll look like that guy. But it was pretty cool. And I thought we were bringing it home until right at the end. And then Steph Curry heats up. Clay Thompson has a big game. And they find a way. Champions find a way. Even after Kawhi Leonard comes back and, and makes 10 straight points, they find a way. Champions find a way. Now they're going back to Oracle in Oakland for Game 6. And this could be another Game 7. We might not only have Stanley Cup Game 7, we could have a Warriors-Raptors <clears throat> excuse me, Game 7. But it's been a fun series to watch. I don't know if... if, if there's basketball fans listening right now, but all the talk going into game five was would Kevin Durant play? Being called out by maybe one of his teammates. Speculation is he's going to the New York Knicks or the LA Lakers in the summer. Maybe he didn't want to play. Maybe he wanted these guys to to miss him and he didn't want to risk this injury that he had and a lot of a lot of people a lot of people in the media 
a lot of people, fans, some teammates, maybe thinking he was soft. These guys want to win. Kevin Durant's a champion, former MVP. He's done everything in this game. He makes a gazillion dollars. But no, he wants to be a champion. And I really think he he just... He, obviously, he came back too soon. That, 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 that's easy. It looks like he tore his Achilles and couldn't miss all of next year. And I think he comes back, yes, to help his team. Yes, to... Try, try, try and help his team be be champions once again. But I really think a big part of it is because of all the outside noise, the fans, maybe some players talking, maybe the media thinking he's soft. And look what fucking happens. Guys know their body. Guys know when it's not right. Guy, you know your body as an athlete. And what I saw last night, first of all, was disgusting for Canada to be cheering when a guy gets hurt. One of the best to, to ever play the game. Disgusting. I think they realized it after they could see the severity of it. Anyways, disgusting. And even in the bar that I was in, they were cheering. And it's not something that I ever want to be a part of or see having been an athlete and knowing that guys, you know, you can get hurt. You can get hurt bad. And it was a bad injury. This isn't a, a little twisted ankle or a stubbed toe. This is a torn Achilles. We're talking probably a year out of the game. And I think he, we think that he was going to leave and go to New York or LA like I alluded to. But I think he has an option, a player option that he can at least, he won't be out money as he sits out this year and stays in Golden State, I believe. I could be wrong there, uh, but I believe that's what will happen. We'll have to wait for game six, see if the Raptors can respond, but it's been, it's been a fucking phenomenal series. A phenom- I've drank a lot, of, a lot of beer, a lot of vodka watching, uh, watching these games, but uh, it's, been, it's been so fun. I, I need to talk on, on the owner too, the part owner. I can't even remember his name. I'm not even looking it up. That pushes Kyle Lowry in that series. You, 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 can't, you can't touch a player. And it's, it's the only sport, which is very cool, that have courtside tickets. Like in hockey, you, you have a glass. You can yell all you want. And I think yelling at the players is perfectly fine. Yell obscenities, whatever you want. Don't, don't attack families. Yeah, if you're a fan. Call him a fucking loser, douche, whatever you want. You suck. Who cares? I, I was every time I went to Philly, I was called Barna Baby. You know, you can't throw things. People are throwing things at me. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's unfair. We're, we need to be protected. They need to be protected. I'm done. I don't need to be protected anymore. But I'm a big fan of the New York Jets. I can't go when we're playing the Buffalo Bills and fucking throw something at their quarterback. But NBA is really cool. It's the one sport where you get to you can sit on the court. You can be right beside them. Drake pretty well coaches the fucking team for the Toronto Raptors. But as an owner, you even need to hold yourself to a higher standard. Players have to hold themselves to a higher standard. Owners 
and people on the court, it's a privilege. Yeah, you pay a lot of money for them. And he's worth $2.3 billion, this guy. So this $500,000 fine is like a drop in the bucket to him. Suspended for the rest of the playoffs, can't go to the games. I'm sure that hurts. I'm sure he's embarrassed. But you got to hold yourself to a higher standard. Kyle Lowry really did an amazing job in not letting his emotions get the best of him and acting like the ultimate, the ultimate professional. Because here's what I know. Most fans aren't going to throw things at me if I'm in a bar or I'm in a park with no one around them. I know that. I know they're not going to say, Barnaby, you fucking pussy. I'm going to kick your fucking ass, you douche. Not going to happen. Because you know what? If no one's around and I'm in a park, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Fact. Fact. I know this owner, this pencil neck. (laughs) I'm sure he's a great guy. Obviously very wealthy. $2.3 billion. Is not going to push Kyle Lowry in a schoolyard, in a parking lot, in a bar. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. The reason he does it there is there's... there's he, know, he knows Kyle's not going to hit him. He knows, he, he, knows, he knows nothing's coming of it. Now, something came of it in, the fine, in, in terms of a fine and suspension, but he knows he's not getting his ass kicked. He knows. And... You, you, it all just comes back to be smart. In any sporting event you go to, be smart. Because this was ridiculous. So I credit Kyle Lowry there and, and what he did. I don't know how many people are superstitious, but I have, a, I have a girlfriend, and her son is the biggest Golden State fan. Fuck, he, he hates us right now. We usually watch the game in the basement or we go out, but it seems like when we go out, Golden State wins. And he lays his Golden State stuff hunter all over all over the place all over the place and I went out last night they won I came back to a note this morning I came back to a note and I'm I'm gonna read it verbatim I had to actually get up and get it because it was over across the across the way Matt, if you touch my shit, I will throw all your shit in the pool and kick you out. Thank you. Golden State and seven. Hunter. Now, first of all, I, I, I love that he's superstitious. He's a little over, over the top. Great kid. Penmanship we could do a little bit better with, I think. And by a little bit, I mean I mean a lot. So I guess... The Matthew Barnaby I know would never not watch the game here for game six. But, but, th- but this kid might, might lose his mind. He, he might lose his mind. So Hunter, for you, I'm going to go out. But if there's a game seven, I'm watching it here because I have money riding on it. But that was my note. Yeah, Matt, if you touch my shit, I will throw all your shit in the pool and kick you out. Thank you. Golden State and seven. Hunter, hey, at least he wrote a letter. That was nice, right? I got, I got, a, I got a funny story 
from when my brother's very superstitious as well. Big Montreal Canadiens fan. Huge Montreal Canadiens fan. Now he's actually an Ottawa Senators fan because Ottawa has a team now and I'm not playing when I was, obviously it was whatever team I was playing on was, was his team to, to cheer for. But now that I'm out of the game, it's Ottawa. But back when I was a kid, Montreal Canadiens were it. I mean, I had to know every player's name and number by the time I was four. That's just the way it was. It was the way it was going to be. And uh, I learned it. But I remember being very young, and I can't remember what year it was. <laughs> but my, my, my mother would always have her cocktails upstairs and watching the game, and I'd be watching downstairs with my brother in the basement. And I, Montreal was losing, and my mom went to the bathroom. And while she was in the bathroom, it was in the third period, Montreal scored. My brother rushed right over and ended up locking the door, so locking her in, putting like a dresser right in front of the bathroom door to lock her in. Wouldn't let her out the whole fucking period. Montreal scored again, ended up coming back. But that's how superstitious he was. He wasn't going to let her out of the fucking bathroom until the game was over. My mom was yelling and screaming and we went back downstairs. My brother wouldn't let me open the door because again, he was so superstitious. I'm not a superstitious guy. Just, I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit. But Hunter, Steph Curry does, doesn't say, okay, well, if Matthew Barnaby doesn't watch the game at home or Hunter doesn't wear or leave his Golden State stuff in the exact same spot as the day before. Well, I'm just not going to hit that three or I'm not going to play well. I understand people are superstitious. I don't quite get it. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, I understand being a creature habit. I put my right skate on before my left. I put my right shin pad on before. That's not superstitious. That's just, that's just the way I got dressed. And timing of a game, it's just being in a routine. But I don't believe if I watch the game at home or change the channel or don't sit in the same spot, eat the same meal, that, that, that it's going to affect the game. Because it's not. It isn't. But nice note. Work on the penmanship. Love you, kiddo. And uh, we'll see how game six plays out. See how game six plays out. Wanted to get to free agency a little bit because we're getting into fucking crazy season. It, well, it's already begun. It's already begun. I think we can all agree in the NHL that July 1st is the day. But Jeff Skinner kind of set the bar. Kind of set the bar pretty high. Pretty, pretty high. $9 million times eight years, $72 million. Hey, Jeff Skinner is a good hockey player. Scored 40 goals this year. Now, albeit... Didn't score in the last 18 games, but has great chemistry with Jack Eichel and with Buffalo losing Ryan O'Reilly last year, really couldn't couldn't afford to lose a guy like Jeff Skinner. Could just couldn't lose. Could couldn't afford to lose him. It's been Buffalo needs to take that next step. But nine million dollars. Set his career high, tied his career high this year with 63 points. And he's done that three times. He's never eclipsed 
63 points. 40 goals, and you need a goal scorer, but but he had Jason Botterill and the Buffalo Sabres by the balls. I mean, by the balls. And that's what it is. Leverage is everything. Leverage is everything in anything, in life. In life, at your job. But especially when negotiating contracts, it's about leverage. Jeff Skinner had the leverage, and as much as you might not like the contract, Buffalo didn't have a choice. He knew it. He made them pay the price for it. And Buffalo is better off with them. They're going to still have to add to that roster. But uh, to me, that, that sets the bar. You know, we have Mitch Marner that's going to be up. Mika Rantanen is going to be up. Patrick Lyon, a Kyle Connor, Braden Point, Matt Duchesne, a UFA. Panarin, Bobrovsky. S- start looking at eight digits. Eight digits for these people. We're going to see a lot of $10 and $11 million deals coming forth. Marner's getting at least $11 million. And if he doesn't get $11 million, I believe at least from the Toronto Maple Leafs before July 1st, they are petrified that maybe a Lou Lamorello comes in with an offer sheet. Comes in with an offer sheet. Matt Duchesne. There are some rumors that maybe Ottawa has an agreement to bring him back. Expect him to be in that $10 million range. All these guys, the difference between when I played and now is when I played, the unrestricted free agents got paid the big money for what they did in the past and really didn't live up to the contracts. Now, it's what you're going to do in the future. It's probably better now. The RFAs are the ones that get paid, and UFAs get paid, don't get me wrong. John Tavares got $77 million from Toronto as a UFA. A lot of hockey left in him, and you're a UFA a lot younger than you were when I played. But essentially, we pay for the future. So the numbers we are going to see are going to blow some people's mind. The one thing I'd like to do, and this isn't being hypocritical or jealous, is limiting the length of the contracts. Give them all the money you want. But seven and eight year deals are long. Man, they're long. That Jeff Skinner deal in four or five years is not going to look good. It's not going to look good. And most of them don't. You usually have your best years between 23 and 27. And after 30, there's a decline. that's, That's just what we see all the time. So I'd love to see it limited to like five years. I know that sounds bad as a player because it sounds like I'm being jealous. I want these guys to get paid as much money as you can. I just think it's just too much term. It's too much term. Pay them more. Pay them, make the salary cap a little higher, but pay them, pay them on shorter term deals. That, that's what I'd like to see. Unfortunately, uh, well, I don't want to say unfortunately. Fortunately for the player, that's great. For the owners, it's a little tough to take, I think, sometimes. And in a salary cap area, it really, really can fuck you up. Really can set you back. That, that's the hard thing is, is managing and, and keeping your team intact with a salary cap, with the numbers and the length and the term. We see that every single year. The buyouts, whether it's Marlowe or FNUF, we're trying to buy out. I mean, there, there's, there's a plethora every year. And out of all these deals, a bunch of these are going to be buyouts when we, when we get down to it. 
Uh, but I don't think we're going to have a lockout. I think everyone's pretty happy where the game is. I, I don't think there's any risk on either side for a lockout. I, I told you I'd tell you a story. I go back to Montreal and I look at Chara. I look at Bergeron. I look at, you know, Vince Dunn playing hurt. Uh, every, almost every one of these guys is hurt or at least banged up in some shape or form. It's hard to play in the playoffs and to go all the way to the end, you need to sacrifice. And that's what all these guys are doing. But I go back and I look at Chara and I remember, and, and people just ask me like what playoff hockey is all about. Uh, I can epitomize it from my side being in Montreal and Igor Ulanoff hit me center ice and fuck did he hit me it was a, it was a truck coming and he separated my shoulder and i thought i was done and i remember going back to the locker room and I, my trainer jimmy pizzatelli said well you, you can't play like that but if we shoot you up you, you'll be you'll be good to get through the game and tomorrow it's going to hurt like a motherfucker you're not going to be able to move it and i'm like well shoot me up Gonna have to have probably surgery anyways. So I want to help the team win. They shoot me up. And I'm not going to lie. It felt awesome. It felt, I didn't even feel any pain at all. And I played through it and I'm banging. I'm getting hit. I don't feel a, feel a thing. After the game, go back to the hotel, a couple beers with the guys, ice it up. And I wake up in the morning. And I felt so much pain that I wanted to cry. And I remember walking over to the Bell Center, about a half mile walk, maybe a quarter mile walk, and just just in agonizing pain. And I get in, and he was looking at me. He goes, "You got to ice it and stay with it, but we we don't shoot you up. It's an off day." So obviously, couldn't even practice, couldn't get on the ice, and just kind of like willowed there in my pain. And again, took a sleeping pill at night to get through the night come in the next day, shoot me back up. <sighs> ah, felt so good. Didn't feel a thing again. Played through the game. Well, this was on repeat till we were knocked out. And I guarantee some of these guys are going through the same thing. They're going through that every day. Chara's sucking through a straw. Someone's probably playing with a broken foot. Pasternak probably has a broken bone in his hand. We've seen the little cast on his, on his hand. I think it's his left hand. But guys, deal with that. And it's part of, part of the business. Kevin Durant, respect him for coming back. Unfortunately, he's hurt. But Chara will be having surgery, getting his mouth wired shut as soon as Game 7 is over. Whether he wins or he loses, he's going to be getting that mouth wired shut just so he can play and, and give himself the chance to uh, hoist the Stanley Cup. Told you to talk about my bets. I only have a couple left. I, I chased, I chased, chased, motherfucker. In game yesterday, I had I had the Raptors to win, minus one. And John Campbell, uh, my boy from Odd Shark, love him, love him. We've been pretty well on board all, and when we've been when we've been opposed to each other, he's been the win winning. I know he's doing really, really well, really, really well. But we were, again, last night, I went in-game. And when Golden State 
took that big lead. I took them minus two and a half. Well, we know how that ended. They won by one. I got, I got beat up all over the place. Thank God Steph Curry got over 31 points. That, that was my saving grace. That was my saving grace. But I still have the Raptors plus third, plus 230 in the series. So for every $100 you bet, you win 230. And I have the Bruins to win game seven. I bet them at the start of the series minus 165. So for every 165 you win, you win 100. So those are my two that are out there. But I, I need to shout out to this Scott Berry. I don't know whether it's good or bad. If you haven't heard of Scott Berry, he's the St. Louis super fan that in January went to Las Vegas. And we all do some stupid things when we're in Vegas. Trust me, I have. I once prayed for God and I'm not the biggest believer in God. But I prayed for God to take my life from me on days four, five, six, and seven because I had drank so much vodka Red Bull. Don't go, to, don't go to Vegas with your girlfriend for eight days. Never ends well. Never ends well. We were not feeling good. We actually had to extend our trip by a day because we didn't feel well. But this Scott Barry, talk about balls. Now, I don't, I don't know whether it's smart or stupid. I'll leave that for you guys to think, and I'll give you my opinion in a second. Scott Barry goes to Vegas with buddies. That's $400. Now, we're going back to January. We remember where the St. Louis Blues were in January. Bottom of the heap. Thinking they might trade everyone. This guy... That's $400 at 250 to 1 odds to win the Stanley Cup. If they win Game 7, that ticket is worth $100,000. Fucking pretty damn good. $400 worth $100,000. Now in Series 3, he was offered $30,000 for that ticket. Said no. Again, when they won that series, he was offered $40,000 for that ticket. Said no. $400 could have turned into $40,000 just like that. I respect him. He's going for the hundred dollars I get it. But I'm telling you, at the start of the series, or at some point, and even now, hedge your bet a little bit. Unless you're a multi-multi-multi-millionaire. Hedge your bet. Go bet 40K or 50K on Boston. At least you're walking away with something if they lose. And he says, well, I'm a winner either way. I be-. No, you aren't. You lose $400 if you don't win. You, you, you can be an automatic winner. Hedge your bet, man. Hedge it. Again, St. Louis wins. You, you, you have the biggest balls I've ever seen. Brass balls. But if they lose, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Don't do it. Don't do it. I res- you, you, you're almost the same as the Columbus Blue Jackets at the trade deadline. I'm pushing all in. And it was a good little run. But in the end, didn't mean anything. Didn't mean a thing. Unless you win, it doesn't matter. Generated some revenue and some excitement for Columbus. So I get it on that part. You have a chance to head your bet and make at least 30, 30,000, maybe even 20,000 and risk the other 80. I don't get it. And I'm a, I'm a gambler, 
there is no way that I wouldn't be hedging my bet and at least walking away with twenty or thirty thousand dollars out of this. Fucking crazy. Crazy. I wish you luck. Scott Barry, go get it all. Actually don't, because then I'm betting against myself. I have Boston. Hope you fucking lose. <laughs> Hope you lose. Hedge your bet. Be smart. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Matt Barnaby 3636. Uh, I'm going to have a guest uh, tomorrow. It'll be out uh, later on in the week. Uh, but former Stanley Cup champion, Hall of Famer, former teammate of mine, good friend, Dave Anderchuk. Uh, I'm going to have him on just, just talking winning cups and uh, just just everything that goes along with it after you win. I thought to bring on a Stanley Cup champion would be very cool. He's got a lot of great stories and just a great guy. Uh, didn't have time today because I, I didn't want it running too long. And I uh, wanted to get to a lot of this other stuff with uh, the Stanley Cup and uh, the Raptors, um, obviously some free agents and uh, just some of the other stuff. And then it's, it's U.S. Open Week. It's a big week. I, I love it. I love it. I'm going to keep this short part. Uh, but Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, all plus 850 to win. That means you bet uh, $100. And if either of those guys wins, you win 800 and fifty dollars. Uh, that is courtesy of Bodog, and that's where I get all my odds with them. Tiger Woods at eleven hundred. Patrick Cantley plus eighteen hundred. Jordan Spieth two thousand. Justin Rose twenty five hundred. Ricky Fowler twenty five hundred. So those are the the favorites to win. Uh, Brooks Kepka's looked damn good, man. He's looked damn good. Dustin Johnson, he's the world's number one, and McElroy coming off his win uh, at the RBC Open at Hamilton Country Club in Canada uh, just this week. Uh, he certainly uh, was 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 by far the best player in that tournament. Blew the field away. But remember, Tiger Woods, I think it was in 2000, set a record. Set a record for U.S. Open uh, with the amount of strokes he won by one by 15 and 2000 just blew the field away just unbelievable i love i love looking back and seeing the difference in his physique now to then and just the shirts i was watching something this morning on the golf channel it looks like he's floating in his shirts now he's just i mean he's like a greek god and he's just just chiseled a little little help from probably a little little doctor along the way that we 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 might know um but yeah it looks looks really good i'm always gonna pick tiger I'm always, I always pick him uh, either way. I'll throw $100 on him to win. But uh, I, I really like Kepka. I, I like the way that he has played in the majors. He is not afraid of, of Tiger at all. None of these guys, the Dustin Johnsons, the Rorys, they hit it as far. Tiger's big advantage back in the day was he hit it by everyone so much further. And now he doesn't have that advantage. Still really good. Swing looks really, really good. A lot less torque on his body. But uh, Brooks Kepka is going to be one that I will uh, be putting my money on. Yes, he's the favorite. And uh, I'd say if I had one that is my wild card uh, or my dark horse, Justin Rose. I love his swing. And I'll, I like I like Adam Scott too. Love his swing. Best looking guy on tour. For the ladies out there, go look at uh, Adam Scott. You'll be really happy. Okay, as I promised, time to fuck with Mama B. We're going to order some food to her. She gets pissed off when this happens. Yes, this is Gabriel's Pizza. I'm just downstairs with your delivery. Hello. 
Hello, yes, this is Gabriel's Pizza. I'm just downstairs with your delivery. Are you crazy? Uh, what do you mean am I crazy? What are you talking about? I have two large pizzas. I have... I don't want any. I already had my supper. We went to Brockville. No, no, no. I, I, I just got an order 45 minutes ago for your address, and this is the number that was given. Well, I'm sorry. There's nobody here. Is this Sandra Barnaby? It's Sandra Barnaby. Okay, you got to come downstairs. The the bill is ninety three forty seven. We take Interact. You can shove Interact up your butt because I'm not even at home. Well, why why is this number that I have downstairs and, and it was ordered from your from your apartment? Well, that's you know, and somebody must have broken my apartment because I'm not even there. I'm at my brother's. Just, just come downstairs. It's ninety three forty seven, and we have two pizzas. We have two Never orders of mind. wings. I'm not there. Do you understand? What's the matter with you? We take Visa and Interact. Well, I don't have a Visa and I don't have Interact. So you're out of luck. Take the pizza back and sell it to somebody else. Okay, I, I think we have your Visa online, so we'll just charge that one. Are you nuts? I'm not Are nuts. You crazy? No, someone from your from your place ordered this. Well, no, I, I'm here. I'm out here. In, in South Mountain. I'm not even at home. Okay, I'm going to have to get back to you. I'm going to have to talk to my general manager and I'll get back to you, okay? Well, who are you? I'm Scott. Well, Scott, I'm sorry. There's something very wrong. Give me your phone number. It's, it's 613. Oh, I don't even have a pen. Yeah? 898. Yeah? Seven four two four. Eight nine eight seven four two four. Yeah, seven seven. And what's this place? This is Gabriel's Pizza in Orleans. I I wouldn't order Gabriel's Pizza in Orleans. Uh, if I was going to order, I could order Gabriel's Pizza closer to where I live. Uh, I think we're the, we're the closest that was able to do your order today. Oh, that's bullshit. That's plain bullshit. Well, are you? Cr- who am I talking to anyway? It's Scott. Scott from Gabriel's. Well, Scott and Gabriel's cancel the, the pizza because I never ordered it. I haven't been in my home for about four days. I'll get back to you. I think you're wrong, man, but I'll get back to you. Bye-bye. That's my mom. <laughs> I, I was going to do Chinese today, uh, but I didn't I didn't have my, my voice going where I needed to go. So... <laughs> Uh, she actually isn't home today, so that's what made it even better. I knew she was uh, at her uh, cousin's house uh, about half an hour away, so that made it even better. And she, she's still, <laughs> she's so old, she can't even recognize my voice anymore. Although I tried to disguise it a little bit, but um, yeah, that's that's Mama B. That's Mama B. Um, well, she can't even go downstairs, but yeah, we'll, we'll get her in a few weeks. She always falls for it, but it, you can't do it too often. But she loves to snap. She loves to snap, so... We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yes, great day. Uh, again, a great week of sports. Game seven. We are going to know who is the Stanley Cup champion. Who hoists it? Is it the last place in January 2nd, St. Louis Blues? Or is it Boston once again, raising the beloved cup? Is it Dano Chara? Will he be drinking 
fluids out of it because he won't be eating anything out of it like some guys do. U.S. Open, Tiger Woods. Next time we will be talking, uh, we'll at least play round one of the U.S. Open and going from there, who will win the Con Smythe, who will win MVP of the NBA Final. Let's go Raptors. I told you, I am all in. I am all in. I'm the biggest bandwagon fan you will ever see. So if Boston wins, if the Raptors win, I win money. If St. Louis wins and Golden State wins, I'm up shit creek without a paddle. Could be a great week. Could be an awful week. But like I say all the time, a gambling dollar has no home. Absolutely no home. And I, I leave with a quote every week. And this, this quote actually means something very, very much to me. Um, my daughter actually sent this to me today. It's her high school graduation senior quote. And I thought it was just, just awesome. I'm actually going to get it tattooed onto my body. Uh, because I think it's just, it's pretty awesome, pretty cool. And my one arm is all family stuff, but uh, I, I really like this. It really hit home. So Taylor Barnaby, this post is for you. The past is behind, learn from it. The future is ahead, prepare for it. The present is here, live it. Couldn't be more proud of my little baby girl graduating high school off to Kent State next year, where she will take fashion design and venture off into that world at some point but very very proud of my little girl and moving on to the next stage of her life and absolutely love that quote I think everyone can, can learn from it and it will be on my body very soon everyone enjoy the finals and we will talk very soon see ya